Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm so glad that we're finally doing a podcast on this movie. Mm-hmm. A, because it's great. Mm-hmm. B, because it took us a long time to see it, and I'm so glad we did. Mm-hmm. And C, because I have been waiting to ask you a question about the plot that I haven't been able to ask. I've just been holding on to this question for months until you finally took your sweet time to wander on down to the cinema to go see it. I wonder what it is. I wonder if it'll be worth it. Oh, it'll be worth it. Okay. Hi there, this is I Only Like You and Movies. My name is Lonnie. What's her name again? That's right, it's Sine. How's it going, Sine? Every week. <laughs> Every week. Every week, my peoples. <laughs> now we do this podcast, so we review movies. Um, and we did the whole Oscars round a little while ago. But Women Talking was one of the ones we haven't quite got to. Um, and then you got to it and said it was really good. And then I think I saw about pretty much the last screening in Brisbane. It was like yes. one eleven thirty screening on a Sunday or something that I got to. Um, but taking us a little while to get to it. I'm really glad I watched it though. How about you? Same. It is, was one I was putting off because I was worried that it would be too heavy. And while it is heavy, none of the trauma is seen. Um, and it's essentially just a bunch of people in a room talking. And I don't mean to belittle it in that way, but if you've been putting it off like me because you were also worried that, you know, it might be a bit too confrontational, which, yes, the subject matter is still heavy, it's not nearly as what I thought it was going to be. So. Yeah, and, you know, it is, as the title suggests, it's about women talking, but it's and it's about a very serious topic, as, as you mentioned, but it's also got a light touch at certain points, which alleviates. Yes. It's very well written. Very well acted. It actually was a really um, interesting, thoughtful time at the cinema, which is all we yeah. want. So, yeah. This recommend. and um, Banshees mm. for me are the two best acted films that have come out in 2022. Like, if you want to see actors being actors, mm-hmm. these are the films that you go see. We should say so, this is a film that's actually based on a book, um, and the book was actually based on real events. So um, Manitoba Colony, there was a, an isolated Mennonite community in Bolivia and um, over the course of four years the women in the colony woke up to discover that they had been sexually assaulted in their sleep. And so this film is centering around the women of this town and a decision that they have to make Um and you're kind of brought into that very early on in the movie, aren't you, Lenny? Like, mm. even in the trailer, they say the three options are do nothing, stay and fight, or leave. And then the whole film is pretty much their conversation about making reaching a decision. It's quite simple. Very simple premise, yeah. but that allows everything else to shine. Yeah, no. And 
it could have been quite boring. We we, we complain often about mm-hmm. how sometimes you can have an interesting um, concept for a film, but then the the execution is less interesting, and so you sort of become um, disinclined to keep watching. But we really liked it, and um, it it could have been handled so poorly, given everything that's going on in the plot and yeah. simplicity going on. But I was just blown away about how gripped I was all the way mm-hmm. through. It's um, so engaging. Oh, I just got goosebumps. It's so engaging. Like, it truly is. I was riveted by what was mm. happening on screen. Mm-hmm. We should talk about some of the performances, maybe the cast. Here we go. Um, so Frances McDormand, firstly, is built quite highly on this. She's in, like, one scene, okay? But she helped co-produce the film, which is important in getting funding and all that. So, oh, I think she go. gets people through the door a bit too, given her background yes on oscars and stuff. yeah um, but she had yeah she just dipped after the first scene she's like see you guys i'll be over there <laughs> peace out yeah. for me there's there's a there's a trinity of women in this film there is rooney mara claire foy and jesse buckley mm. which what a trio who deliver incredible performances career defining performances i'm gonna say mm. in a movie that no one's seen Arr, makes me so mad <laughs> No, well said. I think Claire Foy, you know, we've all seen her mm-hmm. as the Queen in the first seasons of The Crown. Um, a few other uh, things. Sorry, some diehard fans will remember her as Little Dorrit with Matthew McFadden okay. um, back in the day. I've been there. I'm one of the OGs, Lonnie. He gets around, doesn't he, that guy? <laughs> um, but no, she's like very reserved, obviously, as the Queen and as a sort of, mm. you know, Hidden fire, but in this one she's like the the, the crankiest and most ardent um, supporter, yes. and like with good reason, obviously. But of a different sort of role than I've seen her in previously. Yeah, she's playing against type, which I think really works, yeah, works. and allows her to to really dig into this movie. Um, Jesse Buckley was most recently in um, The Lost Daughter with Olivia Coleman, oh. which I don't know if you ended up seeing in the end. No, I didn't get around um, to that. I did see her in I'm Thinking of Ending Things. Yes. Just on Chernobyl. Yeah, she's mm. wonderful as well. Very sexy. And Rooney Mara. Wow. I I was, was blown away by Rooney Mara in this, and but she's always been great in everything I've seen her in. But her character, and it's the writing as much as the performance, right? But there are certain points you're listening to people argue in this. Right, I don't know what you're like today, but often when it comes to a movies, and I guess in real life too, I, I tend to agree with the person who's talking a lot. <laughs> like, oh, you're making a really good point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, really. But then her character comes along a few times, and just like really succinctly says something that undercuts everything yes. that other people are arguing about, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, wow, that that is true. You're the smartest person here. In a kind and empathetic way where she's taking into consideration everything that's been said. Yeah. Elegantly like, just sort of diffuses the previous argument to the point yeah. where you're like, how could I ever have gone along with the previous person who was speaking? Yeah. I think at one stage, I've been a little lost since I watched this, so I hope I don't screw this up, but I think it's something along the lines of, um, it's not free will if, we, if we're forced to forgive. I think that was the idea. If forgiveness given unwillingly is not true forgiveness because that's one of the things is one yes. of the options they have is to remain in the colony but forgive the 
the men who have been assaulting them. And she's like, well, yeah. you're not really going to, yeah, doesn't work like that. You can't forgive somebody if you're forced into forgiving them. And given so the fact that strong... they're, they're arguing about it and had, had a vote over it, suggests that it's not true forgiveness. Yeah. There's a very strong religious undercurrent in this film, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of discussion about whether forgiveness in this life, like Frances McDormand's character, for example, she's older than the rest of them and, and she's very much that we're staying and we're doing nothing and because the right thing to do is to forgive the men so that we can get into heaven. And the younger women are kind of like, well, why should we have to have a shit life now for the hopes that mm. maybe we'll have a nice life eventually in the future perhaps, you know, we should live this life well and be able to. Yeah. I think Rooney Mara, her character says things. something along those lines, doesn't she? She's like, what's the point she of She says, a... surely mm. there's something worth living in this life, not only the next. Yes. Perfect, yeah. right? Tough and that just life. shows you how how hollow the previous argument was that we want to mm -hmm. do, do a good thing now so we can get a hopefully get rewarded in heaven next after we die. Yeah. But she's like, no, we're here right now. Why not now? Have some justice. Yeah. I was I was completely blown away by her character. And she's got the most heartbreaking subplot with pretty much the only male character that we see. It's played by Ben Whishaw. Yes, so Ben Whishaw's allowed into the inner circle during this discussion because he's a teacher and he can read and write and his mm. his I, the idea of him being there is to take minutes essentially at this meeting to, to keep track of what arguments everyone's making and put together also mm. for posterity so people can see mm -hmm. what they've decided. Um, there is also another man who's led into the inner circle and it's a transgender man mm. um, whose name is Melvin. And Melvin also experienced sexual assault, um, but he doesn't speak except to the kids, so he's sort of the nanny in a way. Mm. Um, what did you think of that subplot as well? That was very interesting, especially in the background of um, sort of trans identity um, mm. attacks that are happening at the moment and around the world. Um I thought that was a very interesting subplot in the and the the resolution to that of of finally mm -hmm. been being called by the right name being the, yes. the solution to that sort of undercurrent of tension that was quite powerful I thought yeah finally when someone addresses him as Melvin and accepts him for who he is mm -hmm. he starts talking again to them because yeah. that's his name that's right know. and mm -hmm. the the idea of like the response to the assault that's being borne out in so many different ways. There's no right or wrong way necessarily to respond to such a such an event. Um, but the way that they explored so many different ways I thought was, was compelling um, and didn't didn't have to do it in so many different ways either. Like it was it, it showed some some intriguing and thoughtfulness I thought. Yeah. So the the sort of impetus for this happening you know like they've been sexual assaulted for a long time and, and figured out what's been going on um is that the the men have been arrested and imprisoned right um but they are having other men in the colony travel there to pay for bail and so these women have two days to determine what they're going to do right while the men aren't there in the town and i can't quite recall whether this is the inciting incident Lonnie, you might have to correct me claire foy's child who is like three or four mm -hmm. 
was just sexually assaulted for the first time Hmm. and she has become infected with some sort of STI and Salome, Claire Foy's character, had to walk to get her antibiotics and medicine to, you know, um, help treat her child who has just had this horrible thing happening and I was an absolute mess anything to do with that kid like when she came in and she said mommy it hurts I was like oh my god <laughs> that's the heaviness that I thought was going to be throughout this entire film and it is there in moments for sure but um it the film itself is more about how we define good and bad how we interact with each other how do we make decisions how do we know what the right thing to do is? What is forgiveness? Like all these really human questions um, are sort of put in this pressure cooker environment for them to all argue about and debate, you know. Um, and Jesse Buckley's storyline in particular is a very interesting one. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've seen it, Lonnie, so you might want to take over. But doesn't she, her mother who is in the group of the women talking, told her to forgive her husband and to let it keep happening. I I think it was more about her own, just being um, physically assaulted and abused that way. So I don't think she was aware of the sexual assaults going on, but she'd forgiven her husband in the past, sort of tacitly approved of the way he acted towards her. I think that was the implication of that. And so eventually her mum says, no, I shouldn't have told you to forgive you forgive that should have been mm-hmm. your choice to forgive or obviously your choice to not forgive which is how they end the film yeah hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass- so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Can you tell me the thing now? that you've been waiting to tell me for months? Okay, so... I said to you, go watch the film and tell me what you think the thing was. And yours was one that I hadn't thought of, which was they keep um, alluding to this gap in the building and someone falling and dying and then they undercut that by falling into store and everything's fine. No. Ben Wishaw. Hmm. Why do you think he was so sad? What do you mean? I reckon he got Rooney Mara pregnant. Mm, Here is my evidence. Mm. He's the teacher. They had flashbacks to the kids sitting in, the boys sitting in school with him. 
him crying. The line, the boys have become excellent students. He is the only teacher. He's obsessed with Rimara, wants to provide for her. I reckon 100,000% that he has done it as well. Okay, I did mention that to you, so I thought that was... You didn't mention that to me. I did. I I thought that might have been one of the things they were going to hint at, that he was going to be part of it. They thought he was like the one good good man and it turns out he was in on it as well. You said you were worried for a minute Ben Wishaw was going to be bad, but it's good that he wasn't. Yeah, so I did mention it to you, I think. (laughs) I think that's a different thing to what I'm talking about. No, I'll mention mention around this that you think he's going to be good and then not. No, I, I didn't pick up on that, but maybe... I just, why would he feel so guilty otherwise? Yeah. Why would he feel so guilty otherwise? He's obsessed with her. He's obsessed with her. I think casting Ben Wishaw in that role was a was a purposeful choice mm. because we'd be like, oh, Paddington, he's not going to do anything bad. I, no, I 100% believe that the baby that Rimara's character is pregnant with is Ben Wishaw's child. Can someone validate me? Can someone yeah, tell me if I'm on the right I path? I think he could be sad enough that she's leaving and that he loves her and that there's no way for them to be together. But I see we come from. Think about the teachers, good students. They are, I, I think that could be evidence in, in favour. I think in general, though, they're, they're just being taught by the society they're in and then that's supposed to be us in our wider worldwide society and we're in a patriarchy where boys learn from adults and that sort of thing. But yeah, well, I can see where you're coming from. I get that surface level, like, yeah, that that was that is what the line is saying. You know, the boys have been excellent students. They've learned how their fathers treated women before them. Like, I get all that. I think there's another level there, a hint. He's you, the only teacher in town. Do you think the film would end on him not killing himself then and him being told to I think it's him boys? wrestling with guilt and he stays behind. And I think, yeah, maybe he stays behind to teach the boys to be better. Hmm. Because the yeah, idea I... is that so, mm-hmm. sorry. There you go. I was going to say when the women leave, they decide to take any child under the age of twelve, any boy under the age of twelve, with them. They decide that twelve is the cutoff, and from then on, there's not really much saving them. Um, except Claire Foy's decision. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? I think that was interesting. The idea that she's supposed to be giving them, you know, that they're trying to live their own lives independently and she's forced her son to come anyway, even though he didn't want to. Yeah. So he's 15 and she uses the tranquilizer that the men had been using on the women mm. to him to pass him out so that he, to get him on the convoy, essentially. I, I really liked that as a complication right at the yeah. end that maybe Might these women. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think anything you've, you've thought of as like, proven wrong in the film, but I don't think the film is necessarily trying to say that Ben Wishaw was a, one of the rapists, but I don't think it's your your conclusion is disproven by anything in the film either. That sounds like you're like, hmm, well done, giving me a pat on the head, but being like, you're wrong. No, that's exactly what I meant. I think you've, you've picked <laughs> up on something that definitely could be proven here, but I don't think it was what the film was trying to say. Maybe it was. I thought I was being clever. I thought I picked something up. No, you're being very clever. I 
I don't know. I don't know if the film would end the same way. I think it might have had more of a hint of that happening if that was there. Maybe it's sort of such a subtle storyline that you'll only want to. I just it up. thought it was implied. I just thought it was. But maybe have not. Have you looked online? Are people thinking this as well? No, I haven't seen anything online. Okay. So I think I'm wrong. But no, I'm probably wrong. Damn it. I thought I'd like come to you with this big thing and you'd be like, oh my God, yes. And then we'd like figure it out together and it'd be like a really great moment. (sighs) No, no, as I said, I think you really cleverly thought something that could definitely be part of it, but I'm not sure it is, but it definitely could be part of it. No, maybe I'm just sad to think that maybe he wasn't a good guy after (laughs) the film was trying to sort of point the rep that he wasn't, you know. I think that's why, because they were trying... Yes, because they were trying so hard to tell me that he was good. I was like, hmm, hmm, no, sweet Ben Whishaw. Yeah, no, and like one, so one of the things you say is that you don't think because he's so nice and he he does take them seriously and stuff. He couldn't be part of the part of the rapist. He but, couldn't possibly be. But wouldn't he have been with them though? Wouldn't the men have also dobbed him in if he was one of them? Potentially. But maybe, I don't know, there was a way for him to escape that. Maybe the women didn't know. Maybe yeah. maybe he only did it once and he only did it once to Rooney Mara's character. You know, maybe he didn't do it every night like all the others. There's only so many women. Like, I don't know if all of the men. I don't know. No, no, no. That's just a question. I had I'm not saying that disproves your thing. It just it does seem like they caught all the guys who had done it and he was left behind because he wasn't part of it. But you're right, that could have been cleverly hidden somehow what i was trying to get at is that just because he's nice in one part of his life doesn't necessarily mean he's not also a rapist because we know that that lots yeah. of people can can appear nice to some people but then they're hiding yeah. something else or you know given the right circum- which is where given the wrong circumstances somebody could do anything yeah yeah which is where i thought they were heading but you're right mm. yeah maybe it's not true just food for thought all i'm saying just have a little thinksy. The other thing that you mentioned before, my thing was that they kept alluding to them like being up high and falling out the window and stuff. And every time someone up a ladder, they were really closely sort of zoomed in on their on their feet going up a ladder. I was like, someone is definitely so going to die here as they're trying to just discuss what to do with the rest of their lives, you know. That yeah, that would have been time. a good like um, subversion to or a redirect, you know. Mm. Like they're having this big discussion about their future, but there is no future because they die. Yeah. Okay. I think you picked up on something really good there, Sine. You should go online and, and talk about this and see if I am what online. Sarah Polly thought. Talking about it. This is me online talking about it on the pod. Yeah, I mean, like I need I need backup, you know. Yeah, a forum. Go, go find some people. What, what forum? People do this all the time. What do you mean? Reddit movies. I have a fan theory about women talking. You could definitely get some traction with that, I think. Twitter. Well, on Twitter. Okay. What can I what can I get from this traction? Anything just having a chat. <laughs> Don't think it's Fame, untold riches. <laughs> so would you want a more Francis or do you think it wasn't good enough just having her a little bit? Um, I think I wanted a little bit more. So she sort of bookends the film. Mm-hmm. Like she decides to stay, even though sure. the women are leaving, and she tells her daughters to stay. But then there's that moment where at the end the daughters mm. come running. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hers yeah. was an interesting perspective that 
I think I would have liked to hear more from. Mm-hmm. No, she's always good. So it's always good to see her in things. Oh, yeah. Well, she's amazing. Yeah. yeah. No, this one's they'll stay with you, this film. I think I recommend watching it. Probably going to be in the right mood, obviously, given the content. But Yeah. But as someone who's very sensitive about a lot of things, um, it definitely wasn't as emotionally devastating as I thought it was going to be. And I don't know, if you're similar to me and and have similar aversions, maybe that helps you make a decision. Sure. Um, but if it's not for you, that's totally fine as well. How many stars are you going to give it to me? Hmm. Four and a half. Okay. I thought it was absolutely brilliantly shot, directed, written, acted. There's not much I could fault with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe just wanted a bit more. From memory, it sort of slowed a little bit in the middle. Yeah. Um, and so maybe just wanted something something else to happen, maybe another complication, or maybe that's where Frances McDormand's character could have mm. come in, or just something something in there, but I'm nitpicking because I thought it was amazing. Fair enough. What are you going to give it? I'm going to give it five stars. It wouldn't change anything. Wow. That's great. There you go. Apart from maybe your thing about maybe Ben Minshaw was bad. I'm just asking the question. <laughs> That's how I read it. It could yeah. be completely wrong, but. As I said, I don't think anything disproves that reading of the film. Doesn't show me that was the reading. Thought it was wrong. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm getting at. I feel like it would have been more apparent if that was the point they're getting at. But you're right. You know, he was yeah. weirdly obsessed with her. He was weirdly obsessed with her. But I don't know if there's any evidence that he was part of it though, which I think I probably wouldn't want if wanted that to be a storyline. But maybe it's that that's that hidden something. Hmm. All right. Well, we've got other podcasts, um, especially the previous Oscar season. You can go back to have a look at. Obviously. Rest of the year, we we tend to do more of the blockbusters and TV shows that come out. Um, mm. But we do enjoy Oscar season, which is what this was part of. We do. It's disappointing it didn't win anything. One best screenplay, didn't it? Adapted screenplay. Did it? Mm. Best adapted screenplay, and nominated for all oh. of things too. Well, there you go. Mm. I'm, no, I have completely forgotten about all that. Okay, well, good. I'm glad it won something for that. Yes, definitely. At least. Well deserved. Um, so, yeah, we'll be back on the podcast feed soon with other podcasts as well. Anything looking forward to? French Film Festival recap. That's going to be pretty good, isn't it, Snake? Yeah, we'll do a recap. Um, we've seen Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. That'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to the German Film Festival this year. Yeah, try to, yeah. So. Yeah, and see a couple of films, you know, try and widen our watching, viewing scope, lens. Absolutely. I lost sight yeah. of that metaphor. Anyway, All right. lots of stuff coming out and we're watching lots of stuff. Sounds good. All right, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.